Jesus said, And I, if I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself. Welcome to the Evangelia Show. Hear life-changing testimonies from our paradise Cook Islands with your host, Mania Clark Mamanu. Welcome back to the Evangelia Show. I'm really pleased to have my next guest with me today, the youngest uh, I've interviewed on the show. He's 19 years old. His name is Angelo Peiru, and he has been a part of a youth group at Celebration Church for nearly nine years. Angelo, I'm so pleased that you said yes to sharing your testimony today. Very courageous thing to do. Thank you. Thank you. Your mum and your sister have been on the show already, and so it's lovely to have you here with us today. Oh, thank you. Thank you. But um, which waka or pa'inua are you from? Nothing here. And uh, what was life like growing up for you as a child? Um, basically, it was like how everybody grew up over here. We, like mum, dad, they went to work. Me and my siblings, we went to school. Saturdays we would go to the market and you know do what we do at the market just selling our stuff and Sundays we would go to church which is like how every week went for our life and yeah I would say I would say God was a part of it but it was like a religious type of faith like it was just the belief of like going to church was making you a Christian not really having a deep relationship with God was fantastic and was was life you know did you have trials as you do growing up and as a teenager oh I mean you're still a teenager um while growing up I was more of like a quiet kid I didn't really socialize much so yeah I kind of found like company with my own self you know I did want friends but like it was hard to make them because I didn't really know how to talk to them and yeah it's just when I came to four and two I really found friends and family yeah Yeah. so talk about how you went along to four one two well it started back in 2013 Um, like I started going to celebration for like about two or three weeks I was attending and one of the um, 4 and 2 lot, Jackson Aiken, he he used to come to 4 and 2 in Rara but he's he's gone over to Christchurch now and he just invited me. He, he asked if I wanted to go to 4 and 2. I went there, I enjoyed it a lot, then he asked me to come to Cell. Uh, I went and I found it kind of weird at first having like meetings but after going more uh, going to the um sell going to sell and fall into and like the prayer meetings and stuff um i started to see that it was you know something that i liked and something that i wanted to do what was it that you liked specifically about going um what i liked is that it was more real that they had a more real deeper relationship with god that they knew who god was and like they didn't just know him like from the Bible they know him like personally and mm. like it's like just God wasn't like some 2D thing he was like you know he was really real 
they made him real to me and yeah I just knew that God was real from then he's not just God but he is also like a father he is my father <laughs> and I get to talk to him about everything now, how did your family um, support you? Because you're the youngest child in the family as well. Well, we've we've always like we've always knew God, and yeah, it's just something like it was natural. Like, oh, Andrew's going to Andrew like actually, you know, loves God now. He actually knows Him, and yeah. They supported it, <laughs> which Fantastic. I'm really glad. Yeah. And because you've had quite an influence to other members of your family as well. Ah, yes. Tell us about that. Um, well, my my sister was um, one of the ones that, um, you know, that has really planted in and like has really grown into, you know, the woman of God that God is calling her to be. And um, how it happened was back in 2017, there was a conference and like, I asked her to come because I was sharing and I wasn't sharing it was a video testimony uh, testimony that was already recorded but I just wanted her to see it just you know so she could know a, a little bit more about me because you know we she schooled in New Zealand and there was like four years of that we weren't together knowing each other and I just wanted her to know like I just wanted her to know God she didn't come on the first night but she came on the second night and it was it was kind of funny she she was having like second thoughts inside of the car and i asked if i can take the keys from her and like we both stood out and i looked at her i locked the car and i walked inside and basically i sort of left her to drown but like i knew that god will pull her in so yeah and what yeah. made you want to lock the door did you have a sense that something was happening honestly it's like you know, um, I, I don't want her to go back. I don't want her to stay inside the car where it's all comfortable. And, you know, just in case, like, fear took over. Like, I really wanted faith to uh, rise within her. And, yeah, I just left her and she followed. And then what happened as a result of going to... Honestly, like, a whole complete character change of her, like really like within the next few days it's just like man my sister is changing before my eyes and like wow. my parents aren't gonna believe once they see her and like there was yeah she just became a completely brand new person from before I think what she was before like a totally different brand new character which I absolutely love Fantastic. Going along to youth group and, and knowing God. How was it? Uh, how significant was that for you making decisions as a teenager as well? Because there's lots mm. of things you mm. can do as teenagers. Yeah, there is. Um, basically, like, I'm usually like when we're younger, we, we don't have much clarity on like who we are. So we try to like find the people that we want to fit in or like all the people that we look up to we try to change our character to like to be like them but I I was lucky enough and like I was blessed enough to be like growing up with the youth and like 
and being in celebration and everything it's like I was already sick like no I'm not gonna do I'm not gonna do what everybody does I'm not gonna mm. do the drinking even though I did struggle with it for a bit I'm not gonna do the smoking even though there was a little bit of it but I didn't like God didn't like uh, I didn't I didn't get addicted to it like how everybody is mm. now but no it's you sort of gave it a go yeah I gave it a go and like no it's not for me I am never gonna do this again <laughs> and like you know I just see that as God is saying like nope you're not gonna do that and mm. I just trusted him mm. and yeah how you would have stood out amongst your peers and mm. you know your own age group is doing all of that how what helped you to to not go along with the flow Teenagers really need the help and support of each other. Um, I am the type of person to go with the flow, but also, I, s I still have my standards. <laughs> like, sure. yeah, it's not my standards, but like, I just trust that you know, if I hold on to God, I will be different, and you You'll know, get through. yeah, I'll get through. He'll help you. Yeah. Keep doing the right thing. Yeah. It's, you know, I wouldn't say that I was like completely on fire for God, but I just, you know, there was just something in me and just saying, hold on, hold on. Even though like I went through dark places and all this stuff, I still held on to God and I still trusted him because I feel like there wouldn't be any, any other place I could go. Like I went, you know, I went a few months without God and those were just the driest times and you know I just became more desperate for God and ran back to him which which was great Good yeah so talk about your encountering experience with Jesus ah uh, yes back in August we had like this conference and what was coming up a lot was um the idols and stuff and when I'm talking about idols I'm not talking about like the carvings and stuff it's just like stuff that we've put ahead of God like you know we put before God and like he became second in our lives so you know me mom and Kiana we decided um, we're gonna clean out our house of the idols and like we had like a whole like all the stuff and we just decided to burn it because that's what wow. we felt like to do actually it's not what we felt like to do it's just like we felt that God said burn it like the um, early followers in the book of Acts yeah like that I, I actually didn't know but yeah like that and anyways we like burnt everything and there was some stuff that I held on to but then Kiana said like uh, you should go get it and I was like yeah I'll go get it as I was walking I was like oh man I really want this chucked it in once it went in the flames I was like wow I don't even have any attachment to it anymore and like once everything was burnt I came inside. I was wanting a race for to uh, thing for the Thursday night um session. I just went in my room, closed my door, and I lay down on my bed and like I started crying. I didn't expect to expect to cry, and like I was just like I had like a lot of remorse, like saying God, I'm sorry that I put like all this stuff before you, that so much that you that I didn't put any time for you, and. Like I was just weeping and weeping and weeping and all this peace 
then like silence came and I just had this great peace and like my mind was just completely clear I felt clean and you know I've I've always like heard of like holy laughter and seen it but I've never actually experienced it once like I felt like God was saying I'm gonna surprise you I started laughing and like and you were in the room still yeah I was I was in my room and I was just laughing and like there was nothing funny I was just like <laughs> you know it's just this complete overwhelming joy is that you know you can only experience you can only truly understand when you experience the Holy Spirit like when you encounter him basically and you know it's just this overwhelming amount of joy came over and you know I felt complete at that moment like it was it was something that I struck strive for like eight seven plus years and it was just like I was at a moment I was like finally finally I get to feel what they felt wow. and you know just a few minutes going on it goes on to Kiana and really? like yeah it goes on to Kiana and she's in her room then like mom she was praying a bit then she walked over into the kitchen then she started feeling it she started laughing and wow. like you know, we all came, I uh, think, I was still laughing, Keanu was laughing, she walked into the room, she fell to the floor, I uh, think, like, I got up, I, I felt like a, a little normal, and, like, both mom and Keanu, they were on the floor, they were laughing, wow. like, just enjoying the Holy Spirit, and then I got up, I walked, laid down a little bit, then I burst. Again? Yeah. Yeah, it was just, it was so great, and I couldn't stop it, and... You know, it was great. It was a great experience, and Beautiful. yeah. And how long do you think did that all last? Honestly, like I think about thirty minutes or something. Wow. I don't know. It was yeah, it was a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, how did that affect you, like after that and the days to come? Did you did you have a sense of change? Um, I had more hunger than like. I was more faithful and more hungry for God, wow. but yeah, it was just maintaining the the flame that was that was the thing that I needed to do, and yeah. From that time to now, have you seen any or experienced any other miracle signs or wonders, healings, or even visions or dreams? Um, actually. Um, when I was younger, we had like these health checks at school. Um, basically, I didn't go to the one at school. I went, um, yeah, I didn't go to the one at school. And so the school called up my parents and just asked like if we can go to the hospital just to get um, some x-rays done. So basically, so basically, I went to go get some uh, x-rays done and I found out that I had a hole in my heart. It was like about, it was like about the size of a pencil and, you know. Basically, like every pump, I was leaking blood, and um, I think I was six, uh, fifteen, turning sixteen. Yeah, I was around there, and yeah, they say uh, the doctors said usually that happens like, like to infants. I think after they're born, they um, think the hole like seals up, but usually it's not supposed to be around my. Usually, I'm not supposed to have it around my age. I still had it and 
yeah they asked if like we could come back the next week to um like check it again so mom and dad they're like praying praying for like healing and stuff to happen mm. and the next x-ray we went to check it was all sealed up like nothing happened wow yeah that, that was pretty good it's <laughs> amazing and was that days or weeks um it was just a week a week actually within the week yeah wow supernatural healing yeah and that doesn't happen right no what did the doctors say um i don't know they they were just like yep this is great yeah, <laughs> yeah. um in the season of COVID as well you and your family you tested positive yep um, and had to remain at home mm. how did god minister to you or did he how was that experience for you well while having covid it was like you know i just trusted god i didn't i really didn't have fear of uh, um of having mm. of having it and even like if i did have it which i did like i'll just trust god and like no honestly like he really, like, he really did his healing, like, within the day. Really? Because, like, once I got tested, I felt completely fine. Because during the, the first day of, like, all my symptoms and everything, I was just, like, my breathing was, like, all shortened. My heart was, like, oh, man, I just feel like I was giving out and stuff. Oh, okay. So yeah. you tired? Yeah, I was very tired. And, like, I had all these migraines and everything. So... Went to go tested, was positive, and you know, it was just a time of like rest, mm. of like while being isolated. It was just really resting, and yeah. Did you spend uh, more time with God during that space because you couldn't um, go out anywhere? I tried to, but yeah, I just went outside for a bit prayed a little bit then came back inside slept and yeah it was just a lot of resting yeah. nice um, and so for you COVID in general mm. how has that affected your faith um, I don't think it's affected it like it's been hard but we we know that God is like he's still provider he's still he's still there for us he's still working He's still doing his work, and you know, God is God is still doing what He does. He's doing He's doing miracles. He's doing like He's doing everything for us. Mm. He's still our provider. What has God, or do you feel God saying for you to be doing in this season? In this season, before it was a lot of patience, uh, learning to be patient, but now it's um, more of like preparing. Um, preparing for like a new season a uh, season in my life because I felt like you know I feel like I'm going into a new season as like I'm getting older and you know being prepared and also like preparing my heart for God mm. yeah just on the weekend gone yes uh, for Easter weekend you had a youth conference yes how did God speak to you? Man, it was amazing, the conference. Um, basically, like, a few weeks before, I was just getting all these attacks, and I really became, 
dry and like my faith was I felt like it was just gone and I was just going through life without God for a bit and then coming to the um, Easter weekend we during the conference um, it's just like a reaffirming of like God saying that he's not giving up on us he's still being faithful for uh, for our breakthrough he's still working to you know to bring us home to like purify us and during the first um prayer meeting we had was um it was just like a new level of prayer that was going through and like i was like man god is right here right now and i was just praying like lord I pray that you purge my heart of all the like of all the idol idolatry that I've been holding and like all this rejection and stuff like yeah. I just pray that God doesn't just restore but he g- uh, thing makes me new mm-hmm. yeah and mm-hmm. has that happened for you yeah it's it's been great uh, it's like I feel I feel different and like I see things in a new way but honestly like before it was like what's my opinion but more it's like God what do you want God um, like I need you like I need your word I need you to think tell me what to do it's more of like being a servant and like waiting like waiting for God's answer because if I do if I act on my own um, like if I act on my own like my own will I know it's not gonna thing I know it's it's gonna be a mistake if I don't wait for God fantastic and because we were supposed to have our interview and you share your testimony this time last week yeah on Thursday and then things happened and you know and, and we couldn't interview and that was fine um um, from that time to now, has God done uh, a shift or, or helped you for what had happened last week and just not being able to do this, share the testimony? What happened? Why what, Why didn't it happen for us last week? Um, basically, I'll I'll say I was like having like this bad day and like all these things were just coming and mm. yeah. It was just like a bunch of things like falling apart and it was just me trying to put everything together instead of like standing back and like asking God to like, Lord, I need you to put this together because I can't do it. <laughs> and, you know, it was it was a day that I was trying to do everything in my strength, but it all fell apart. <laughs> but God came through. Amen. Yeah. You're here today and I mean, the good thing is it's consistent with what you're sharing that you want God to help you do things now as yeah. opposed to doing things in your way. Yeah. And you now, now we're here. Now we're here. Yeah, now now you're, you're doing it in God's strength and it's all working out. Yeah. What's your hopes for the Cook Islands, Wadawa Tonga, and I suppose you would have a vision and dream for the Mapu? Yeah. Mm. Like, Specifically for like the youth and stuff, I just, I just want like more of a clarity to come, come to their vision, because right now I just 
feel like a lot of us are blind. A lot of uh, a lot of the youth are blind, and a lot of the youth are like. I feel like they're deaf towards um like God, like not hot deaf, hearts. but they yeah like hard hearts. Yeah, I just yeah, I just want like the youth just to give God a chance, not just give him a chance, but like actually put in like work and like. I just want the youth to like completely surrender to God. I just want the walls to be broken down for them. And the only way for that to happen is like if we share our testimonies and like if we tell tell them like what God has done for us and like yeah. Is there anything that God's placed in your heart that you would like to do? but like usually I'm a person that doesn't really talk a lot but like I like talking to like I like talking to the ones that feel like they're broken like mm. you know I like talking to those people because I've been there too <laughs> you like encouraging them? yeah encouraging them and also like not encouraging them to like build in like actually yeah encouraging them to like come to God and I'll finally give up and like give it over, give the battle over to God, and you know. So for our listeners who are listening to us today, or any Mapu, what what would be your words that you'd like to share, or a message mm-hmm. for them, or encouragement? Encouragement. Like it doesn't matter how far you've walked away. Because I've walked very far, and God still, like, reached His hand out, and don't give up. Be faithful. Yeah. God will not give up on you. He will still be faithful. And And for anyone, any youth, or any person that may not know Jesus, or has never encountered Him, what would you say or share to them? Jesus is amazing. Like... The things that he's done for us He died for us He didn't only die But he also lived a completely sinless life Just so he could die for us Just to be the worthy sacrifice for us Like He is the definition of love He is love If you would like to discuss this testimony more Contact CelebrationRarotonga.com Website or Celebration Church Rarotonga Facebook page. And to hear other life-changing testimonies, subscribe to Te Evangelia Show podcast and on Spotify. Kia metaki to ora e kia manuia. Ie koko!